time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation, the podcast. We are here. We are back again. Uh, Stay at home. Season seven. I don't know where we at as far as this goes. We've been, we have been indoors for a long time. Yeah, uh, man. It is now July. Mm-hmm. Been in the house since March, Word. but uh, we still in the conversation. No doubt. Yeah, man. Think yeah. I'm think I'm starting to feel that in the house shit. Oh, now you start finally. What not, happened? I mean, not a finally. You know, it comes and goes, but you know what I'm saying. Like now, it's kind of like, God damn, ain't no like in March. It'll be like ah, by June we'll be good. You know what I'm saying? Then right. By May, you know what I'm saying. Things should be open up by July. Should be back to normal. Right. This shit ain't looking like normal. No time close. No time soon. Yeah, I don't know. I think we might as well just wrap 2020. I think so. <laughs> think that shit is old. Yeah, it's, it's about to wrap on 2020 as far as yeah. being regular. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is. Woo. That shit getting so crazy. Fucking Keisha Lance Bottoms got the COVID. <laughs> you know, yeah, shit. man. That shit is, that was wild. That's a plot twist. I mean, you know. <laughs> Anybody, anybody could get it. Right. Because she was definitely stay your ass in the house. She was the uh, the the leader of that movement <laughs> in the government. And when right. you, wouldn't that shit, that was weird. She wound up getting it. Damn. You know, it's so funny. I've been seeing a bunch of, uh, I got, you know, it's funny that it must be a second wave, or well, maybe not a second wave, just this first wave is just cresting like a motherfucker, but I've been seeing a whole lot of, uh, I got COVID and these are my symptoms, YouTube vlogs, like even more than I saw in March, like I'm seeing it hit a lot of, a lot of younger people, I guess, you know what I mean, like a lot of the, I guess the, uh, the influencers or the people that do a lot of vlogging, you know, they, mm-hmm. they have to... They had to do the real somber, uh, somber YouTube. Hey, hey guys, you know I haven't been vlogging because uh, you know I didn't really feel like I had much to vlog about. You know I didn't I didn't know what things were gonna be like. And uh, guys, I'm just happy to be here. But uh, you know uh, I came down with coronavirus, and I'm gonna tell you how. And did they go through it? It is it's I would say it's hilarious, but it is just it's interesting. It is interesting how you know. <clears throat> The cultural, um, just how the wheel of culture goes. You right. know what I'm saying? Like how how everything is processed through this wheel of culture. You know what I mean? All these phenomenons are, are filtered through the uh, the wheel of culture of society and how they impact and how how they're reported upon. How it you know how it affects how it's redistributed. How it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. So now, I haven't seen that, but I guess, you know, once the content creator started catching it, you know, it's only a matter of time before it turns into content. You know? Yeah. Yep, exactly. So, so yeah. 
So yeah, you're seeing it out there. I'm seeing a lot more of them. Or maybe, or maybe like you, I got caught up in a rabbit hole in the algorithm. <laughs> you start looking for a, shit. <laughs> yeah, either that or I'm on a COVID algorithm. They like, have you seen this one since you all right. into this old fucking COVID shit? Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. But anyway, man. Yeah, man. How you doing, bro? What's going? What's going on with you, man? Uh, I'm I'm laissez faire. You know. All right. All right. I'm, I'm cool. I'm here. I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm up. Did my okay. work today and shit. But you know what I'm saying? Just felt like blah. It's like one of them days where in real life, nigga would have went outside and did some outside shit for real, for real. You know what, mm. what I'm saying? Like nigga would have went went and posted up somewhere, went and had lunch with myself. Uh you know what okay. I mean? Right. You know, you know, just took an outing, you know what I'm saying? Take this thing right. on a field trip. But ain't right. no ain't no field trip, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no destinations, you know what I'm saying? And mm. you could go to an outdoor restaurant and chill, but then you, see, you know what I mean, I really don't feel, you know what I mean? I ain't ready to let my food be in the COVID air, you know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> Just right, bl- right, blowing right. up six feet, even six feet outside, you know what I'm saying? It's always weird when you know. The germs is in the air, you know. I don't want them to land on my chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's not a. That's not what you want. That's not the lemon pepper you need. Nah. Uh-huh. So, so you know, you could. I could do that, but I'm just not ready to do that. So, right. It was just in the house, and then just another Groundhog Day of what the fuck day is it? What time is it? Yeah, I mean, you know, what I'm saying no real routine. <laughs> it's just some. Fucking shit. <laughs> the redundance is hitting you, huh? Yeah, today it is. You know what I'm saying? I shake it off, but today it's just like, ah, what the fuck? It's nothing yeah, it's exciting. Tough. You know? Yeah. What do you typically do when the redundance hits you? Because I'm sure this isn't the first time. What's what's some of your, your go-tos over what? these four months? Oh, redundant hit within... This type of situation? Um, yeah, when you start feeling restless and you know you can't really go out and catch a lunch meeting nowhere, you got to figure something out to kind of quell I mean, the restlessness. Like sometimes, sometimes you know what I mean? If it's daytime and, and a regular day, I might call some friends. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, everybody need, need to talk. You know what I mean? So, you know, you call some friends and talk through some shit and blah, blah, blah. You feel better. You know what I'm saying? Call mm-hmm. somebody else. They might need some counseling and shit. You run through that. You know what I'm saying? Help somebody out. Woo, woo. And right. so, you know, just reaching out. The reach out has been a go-to. But then uh-huh. what happens when you need somebody to reach out to you and you ain't feeling like reaching out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's today. Right. It's like, you know, I don't feel like reaching out, but somebody probably should reach out to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait on that horn. Like, Check yo, come on, on your now. strong friend today. Right. Hey. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Damn. So, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like one of them kind of days. <laughs> I can dig it. I hear that, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad we having this conversation. <laughs> it's good to, you know. <laughs> Y'all reach out to Mr. Muhammad, man. See how he doing. Ah. <laughs> nah, man. That's what they got to do. See who, this wasn't see a, the people it wasn't do. like an over call to say, you know what I'm saying? Nah. But it, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I wouldn't have thought of that. You know what I'm saying? But now that I'm thinking of it, it's like, yeah, shit, it would have been cool if somebody had hit me today and took my mind off right. where it was at. You right. Know what I mean? Right. But no, I hear it, that. It's cool. And I got people that hit me and check on me. I ain't saying that they, that they don't. It's just today I was just in a in a blah. Blah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nah. That shit is all. It happens. It definitely happens. Especially when the days start to feel like the same day over and over and over and it's like well what did i do you know what mm-hmm. i mean did i do anything what you do today ah shit uh <laughs> ah, i mean i did i did i guess the same shit i did yesterday mm-hmm. um <clears throat> that, that shit cool to your wife actually she's been working from home and got a whole right. schedule of shit she doing all day boop, 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 boop. got the call over yeah here. that that boop, boop, boop. then come down there where you at so what did you do today Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to do business. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't Stand, check no out of yours. <laughs> I actually checked a little bit of email today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, sound like, that sounds so trivial. You know, I did check a little email because I don't check my email all the time. I'm one of these people with like thousands of. I check what I need to read, but you know, I, I don't. I don't trim the fat. I don't get rid of all of the. Uh, the junk mail and all of the other shit. So I right. wind up with like thousands of unopened emails and it's ridiculous. But um I checked that shit today, but that wasn't what I really wanted to say. We were talking about, you know, what you're doing, what you do says you would have been cool if you had got a phone call. You know, I, 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 I don't know if situation. I don't know if that would have helped or not. I'm just saying it's all right, man. Don't take it back. No, man. I'm not taking it back. I'm just saying that that's just that's one of the things that probably could have just changed my trajectory. You know what I'm saying? Got you out and, of there. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like you know what I'm saying. I was in a deep spiral and no shit like that. It's just like just feeling like okay, uninspired. Right. You know what I mean? I finished. Yeah. I, I changed. You know, I fixed some shit on a video for a client. You know what I'm saying? I replied okay. to a couple of emails. I sent a, you know, a good customer service type of email. You know what I okay. mean? And, you know, it was cool, whatever. That was, but that was that. Then it was like, I had been working on this uh, experimental video that, mm-hmm. that I, you know, I'm at a, at a crossroads with. You know what I'm saying? I'm not liking where it's at, but I know it could go somewhere further, but I don't have necessarily the footage right in front of me to do it. So mm. I'm at a I'm at a, uh, a standstill with that, trying to figure out what I want to do with that. So mm. it wasn't nothing creative I wanted to jump into, you know what I mean? So mm. it was kind of like, all right, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. What, what else is good? Then my you know my kids is done with school, so they more active around the house sometimes. And then you know mm. my my son came through. I'm working on the video or whatever, and he. I guess when I was working on it the first time, I'm just making corrections now. When I was working on it the first time, he was trying to make some suggestions with suggestions with the music. And um, I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. And then uh, so he passed by the day. Ah, I think the drums might be a little too high on that. I'm like, man, if you don't get your motherfucking ass on, <laughs> this shit is done. I'm paid. Listen, ain't nothing else changing on this motherfucker after this. Nah, shit. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> nah. Uh, young <laughs> young this, quality control out yeah, there. This, this ain't no up. motherfucking music video, nigga. This is some shit, man. This is corporate video. <laughs> but I bet you... 
I bet you 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 listen to them drums a little differently though. You like Man, Wait a minute, do I these drums to need shit. to be tweaked? I, <laughs> I need pressed, to tweak these drums. I press export, <laughs> and that okay. shit was out the door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't be taking that shit too personal like that. You know what I'm okay. saying? Because right. at the end of the day, I know that in that business, the service side of my business, you know, uh-huh. you're executing someone else's vision, not your own. You know what I mean? Right. And right. a lot of the times when I'm thinking about any project, whether it's music and shit like that, I'm thinking with, I might think creatively first, but then first point one. I'm thinking about, okay, will the client, is this the personality of the client? You know what I'm saying? Right. Will this fly in this space? You know what I'm saying? Then you might try some shit. And I actually did try it a little edgier when I sent it the first time. And it was like, well, you know, the music is a little, you know, woo woo. You know what I'm saying? Then I guess they had a they had a, a 16-year-old walking by them and with some suggestions. And said that the music, uh. the first music that I used was creepy. You know what I'm saying? Not like it's just like dark. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it wasn't. It wasn't creepy to me. It it was just. It was (laughs) dark. It's never. It was dark (laughs) because Uh, I wanted the words to stand out on top of the music. I didn't even want people to pay attention to the music at all. So it's just kind of like a dull, a dull drone sound. Like you know what I'm saying? Just like a dull sound. But in a way that'll make you like, what the fuck are they talking about? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, of course, okay, that didn't fly. I ain't taking no kind of way. I don't give a fuck. I changed right. it to some more corporate you know what I'm saying, feeling, you know, shit. You know what I'm saying? That people usually be like, yeah, that's it right there. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I found a good piece of that, and they was like, yeah, that's it right there. And then it worked. Yeah. And then um, and when he was passing by saying the drums, I was like, listen, man, they are because they, what they're doing is they're raising money to uh, uh-huh. to help help sponsor kids start savings um, programs, savings accounts, and shit like that. So oh, it's a cool. it's a it's a brand called Goal Setter, and it's kind of like a a PayPal or a Cash App for kids, well for families, where your kid can set savings goals and you can send them money and they could it automatically go to their savings goals and then to what other things they wanted to go to. So it's a it's a great thing and they raising money and shit and and you know one of the big client one of the big sponsors they were targeting actually came in so I'm like listen man the music works man they already got the sponsor in man we leaving this music alone because <laughs> at the end of the day that's all it's for man it ain't about your you know it ain't about my subjective you know artistry of oh that was cool you know what I'm saying. You got to right. do that on your own shit. Right. Goal setter. Goal setter or goal setting? Goal, goal setter. Dot that sounds cool. Co, I think. I think it's dot co. I'm all about a savings goal. That's always a good look. Yeah. Always something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, is that the experimental video or no? No, this is something they're using. They actually, oh, that's this, a cut. Okay. Yeah, okay. this is out in the world. The experimental video is something I'm doing on my own, which is definitely going to be crazy to other people. You know what I'm saying? Or, okay. Or more, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's not going to be creepy or no shit like that. It's just going to be more ambient than, you know, your, your regular old, you know, I'm just pushing this through so you could really be entertained. I'm just throwing some ideas out there. That's what's up. 
Yeah. Down to see that shit. Speaking yeah. of tweaking drums and and uncreeping out uh uh soundscapes. <laughs> I, I need a mixing board on my motherfucking air conditioner. This shit is killing me, nigga. It's either it's too cold or it's too hot. Like I hate this shit. This is the part of <laughs> this is the part of the, the the season where you get that first summer cold. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You get that summer cold, and now you're really nervous because you hope it's just a summer cold. Hope it ain't the big, you know, the big sick. Mm. But um. Yeah, man. So wait a minute. So you saying that you can't taper off the temperature? You can't turn nah, it down a little bit. You can't put it on medium. I don't think it got a medium. It has a like, uh, and I think, I guess this one has a medium. Let me see how I do a medium on this one. Maybe this has a medium and shit. I don't. You took us all the way to the air conditioner. No, I mean I'm right next to the <laughs> shit though. That's why this shit was like that. But. Uh, <laughs> My bad. This is what it is now. We're just incorporating podcasts into our everyday living. <laughs> like, let me go ahead and look at this this damn thermostat before we uh figure before we figure this uh, this damn transmission. But, I mean, um, for, yeah. for for the listeners, you know, what I'm saying most New York places don't have central air, so it's a no. lot of, a lot of older buildings, so it's a lot of uh, window units. You know what I'm saying? Room or, by room. Yeah, yeah, room by room, either in the window or, you know, the portable joints, things of that nature. Right. right. So, it, you know what I'm saying, it is a little bit different with your quality your your quality control as far as your temperature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so, it's not a tone. It's not a consistent tone. Right. Nah, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of highs and lows. But when you're I'm from Miami up. and we shit, I go for too cold than than anything you you know i'd rather be too cold than anything you can always bundle up but too hot boy I, yeah, too, too hot, hot boy you can't go to sleep man you 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 and that bitch having a, a fucking attack you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. I, they I both could wake you up yeah, they I both could wake you up a <laughs> little too crisp i have you looking crazy too like yo what the fuck am i supposed to be am i indoors why do I feel like I'm not indoors? Man, yeah, please. Man. Like, like down in Miami, they say the dude is piping. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got my dude piping. That means it's all the way, full tilt to where it's, it's called it's causing condensation on the window. That's why they call it do. AC is called the do. Oh, man. my do. Oh, they call it the do. That's the funny. Do, That's man. how you know your shit is cracking. <laughs> yeah, my shit That's piping. Funny. Boy, the do is piping. You see a car pass by, old school uh-huh. car with the... With the windows followed up right there on the side where the vent at. Like, uh-huh. ooh, that nigga got his dude piping in that bitch. <laughs> That's funny. Because that, 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 think- that could be a casualty of having an old school car. If you do ain't right, boy, you're fucked up. Because you, it's too, already too much engine and shit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no whole lot of insulation from the heat. Uh, so you be hot in the oven. So you got to get your do right. Once you do right. Then you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You fix your do first before your your engine and your do before you paint it any of that shit. Uh, makes sense. Makes perfect sense down there. Piping sound like it would be hot though. That's what I'm thinking. Like you know, piping hot. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. It's just just a flip on piping. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Ain't gonna no need to be piping hot down now. Nah, that's just the default. <laughs> 
Shit, hot than a motherfucker, man. Uh, what was I going to say, though? What are we talking about? Um, I was talking to somebody, and they were asking, you know, so how do you, how do you, how do you tell time, or what does, does time feel any different in the quarantine? Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, I said, yeah, I think it feel, it's like the time is like jazz right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how jazz just kind of go with the flow, do whatever the fuck it want to do. At some mm-hmm. point, it could speed up, then it could just slow down. It could be a real, like, um, plotting piano, or it could be a real high. Mm-hmm. You know, saxophone or some shit like that. That's how time feel like, you know. I was saying, you know, like, for instance, today, you know what time we we take the pod? Mm-hmm. It take forever <laughs> to get to pod time. But then by the time it do, it take forever. I mean, like, yo, maybe we should make pod time earlier just because. But it's like, nah, fuck it. Let's keep it how it is. But that mm-hmm. shit, I mean, it be like... Nigga, is it the same day? And then, as soon as the pod is done, you turn around, that shit 3 a.m. You're like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck? What happened to the time? Or, yeah. Yeah. I find myself telling time through, like, through shows. Like, um, this weekend, I binged The Last OG, right? I had been, you know, I had been meaning to fuck with it for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'd seen maybe the first two episodes when it first came out, but I just... I was never, you know, I didn't, I didn't jump on it. And uh, since they added it to Netflix, I had it in my queue for a minute. I was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck with it soon, you know. And um, I must have finished some must have finished some type of show, you know what I mean? So I had a couple, some shit to add. Cause I, I can't remember what I finished just recently. But um, well, I guess Insecure got finished and some other shit got finished. But, um... Mm-hmm. I went to Last OG and I realized them shits is like the episodes are 20 minutes. That's it. Right. Just a little 20 minute piece. I was like, yeah, I could do shit. I put two of them down real fast. You know what I mean? It was just like, that's how I started looking at it. They were like denominations. <laughs> like, I bet I got, I could do about three pieces of the Last OG. And then that'll take me to this point. Right. But uh, yeah, I liked it, man. I like that show a lot. I got a lot of heart. Uh, I think it's well casted. Some good performances on there. It's, it tells some interesting stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's yeah, on what, I, what I network think is that on? It was on TBS. Okay. And the reason, and I think that's probably why I didn't do. You know, I don't think it did. I don't think it did bad actually. So let me not even say that. But um, uh, I know I used to just see everybody from the last OG like at the upfronts because you know that's a, that's a Turner network. So right. you would see Tracy and you see certain, you know, you see Tiffany had, you know what I mean? So like it was good to finally watch the show. And uh <clears throat> yeah, the first two seasons are on there. So I watched both of them shits. And it was it was a good it was a good time. Nah, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, man. That's what I did. <laughs> that's what I've been doing. I've been doing shit like that with my dad. The dad I've been doing a lot of um trying to like uh uh, what's the word? Like, just try to yes, curate, for lack of a better word, all my content. You know what I mean? Like, I got. Mm-hmm. I what got, you mean? Um, keep it, keep it, couple studies. The type of content keep, you watching? Well, not even. No, I'm talking about my own shit. Like, um, oh right, right, right. I went through like 
my drives and shit like that. And I'm like, you know, I put all of the, you know, every time I go on stage, damn near every time I go on stage, I take myself. So I have like, you know, like uh, at least an audio record of when I was on stage. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes I don't not only take myself, but I'll videotape myself too. So, you know, like I got a shit ton of them shit. So I've been like, you know, because often the, the goal is ideally you tape yourself. Ideally, if you like really being diligent and, you know, you being, you know, front row teacher's pet comedian, you'll go home, listen to your set from that night. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. transcribe it or take notes, see where you got last, where you didn't get last, what you could add to, blah, blah, blah. And... I'm all right about that. I'm pretty good about that. More often than not, I'll listen to it, at least listen to it through. I might not transcribe it. That's a lot. You know what I mean? But I could kind of pick up on shit. But oftentimes, if, like, you're just doing a ton of shows, them shits just mount up. You know what I mean? Like, you mount up. Or even if you're doing, like, a weekend where you're doing six to seven shows a weekend, and those are all hour shows, that's six or seven hours of shit to listen back to, and then it's your own shit. You know what I mean? And it could be it could be a whack night. It could be a, a night where you knew you took a slow one and you don't want to hear that shit because you lived that shit, but you kind of want to see where it went where it went bad or how it went bad. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of that, putting that shit, archiving all of that shit together, um, pulling out little bits. The goal was, video-wise, you know, I'm, I'm clipping up little shit, like just stuff like that, but overall listening and watching the material to see what the themes are you know what i mean there's a lot of themes in in my shit that i you know there's certain things i've been talking about for years and years and years you know what i mean it's just okay that's the theme you like to talk about you love death you know what i'm saying or you love like you really do you know what i'm saying so you talk about that shit a lot or you know whatever you know what i mean so it's that's kind of cool so i've been doing that and then um, that's probably been my my the project that's taken the most priority. You know, I right. got a little side. Shit. I'm trying to trying to start learning these video editing programs. You know what I mean? Like just trying to <clears throat> figure those out mm-hmm. slowly with that. Um, what else? <laughs> I thought about I might make a, a compilation if I find it, but I was just I find myself, you know, I'm by myself, so I find myself <laughs> laughing and clapping loudly at as shit, like just at anything. Like if it's some funny shit, I laugh like 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 I want the other motherfucker in the other room to hear the shit. <laughs> You're on that deaf, deaf, deaf comedy jam laughing. Hell yeah, man. Oh, Call out man. the chair. Word. This is ridiculous. Just Run off in your own apartment. Dolo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard that shit? Did you hear that shit? Who? You. Yeah, I heard it. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, man. So I've been doing that shit. Nah, I've That's... been um, going through my archives as well. That's where this experimental piece is coming from. Okay. But, I think I've I've realized that I can't make it what I want to make it unless I I pull other sources of uh, content as well. So I'm gonna have to pull from the world and include it with some of the shit that I have because I I can't really make it what I want to make it by itself. So, uh, okay. so I'm I'm um 
I'm a tribe man. And I um I got inspired because I never had a, a music. I never thought about the music for it. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. then, um, I, I I thought about I thought about um this mixtape that I heard. I went I went to Cleveland like in ninety. Like ninety seven, like the end of ninety seven, or the end of ninety six. Actually, was it in the end of ninety wow. yeah, six? Uh-huh. And um, and <clears throat> no, it was the end of ninety seven actually. And so my cousin, you know, took me. We went to this record store. You know what I'm saying? And um, and he was like, "Yo, you need to get these mixtapes right here." But I'm like, "Okay, bro. I never heard them. Then I bought them, and we got in the car. We was listening to the shits, and they was like, you know, what I'm saying they was like blend tapes." Kind of like mashup tapes, really. It wasn't even just blends. It was like straight up creating whole new soundscapes with songs. And um, mm-hmm. and it was smoking the whole time. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? I was just not just in a regular mind state. I was just floating all the way through this whole trip. And right. the fucking mixtape was just so banging. I'm like, yo, this shit is, this shit is fucking crazy. It's, it's, it's right. like just insane how they make the music float. The way it float, especially when you when you don't smoke some trees. Shit was like a score. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, this is crazy. And then um, so the other day, you know what I'm saying? I was just sitting I was sitting back and I was thinking about that shit. I was like, yo, I wonder if they got some of this shit up. And then I pulled it up. And they had a couple of other other joints. There's some DJs out of Cleveland called Rad and Quick. Old school, I guess, you know what I'm saying? It's like the nineties, so but they had some up on YouTube and I Press play on them. The one that I had was called Armed and Dangerous. They only had half of that one up. They only had like 30 minutes of that one. But then they had a couple That's of the other one, ones. The one from 97 was Armed and Dangerous? Yeah, the one that I got. You know what I'm saying? It was okay. The, I listened to another one from 97. I guess they was going berserk in 97. I guess they was just putting out a lot of shit. Because like the three that was up, they were all from 97. But they only had half of the one that I had. What's the name? Rad and who? Rad and Quick, R A D, okay. and Quick. And, That's two uh, people. Yes, yeah, two people, two different DJs. Okay. So okay. I guess they worked together, put it together to build this shit right. out. But the crazy part, like the intro on the one that I had never heard, I'm like, yo, I didn't even make it past the fucking intro. I'm like, yo, this, this the intro is fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just it's just smooth. It's just like it's just floating through. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not like super. Intense, but it's not super laid back. It's just right. It's right in the pocket. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to use this shit. So I'm using that as the sound bed. Just that intro to their tape as the sound bed to this experimental video that I'm fucking with. So I think it's a good mix. I just need to find the rest of the content that I need to throw in there. That's fire. Let me ask you this. Now, rad and quick, the music that you're using, do they... Do something to the music, kind of like um, DJ Screw. Is it original nah, music or is it just like some like Cleveland shit? Or nah, it's, is it's it music regular, everybody like, heard. That's music everybody heard for the most part. But uh-huh. they'll put, and then you know, you remember when I did that mixtape Twenty One Jump Street? Yeah. So it was based off of their style. You know what I'm saying? It's basically, it's ba- the way they do it is they they take. A song, so they might have a beat that they playing. Then they bring in another acapella on top of that beat, and then they might bring in just some some, some different break beats in between to kind of bridge it. And 
Then you got all okay. these. Then you got just floating, like hip hop quotables that you know. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. just like just like shit you've heard in hip hop. All these years just coming in and out. So it's like motherfucker might be. Like, I know you're gonna dig this, and then bring the beat in. Be like, damn, I remember that. I know you're gonna dig this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or or just right. like. Just like just little quotables from different rappers, you know what I'm saying. You know how right. DJs make the rappers say mm-hmm. what they wanted to say. So it's like, I guess they're saying that I'm the best, so that they'll pull in a rapper's quote that's like, "Nigga, nigga, I'm the best." So they just bring in little shit like that from different songs from various eras of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's all based over some '97 <laughs> hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's kind of like. It's a collage. It's a collage of the hip hop experience, and right. it just it just it just makes your mind move about in these different spaces. And it's not about the actual song anymore. It's about the experience that you're going through. And um, I thought that 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 was a it was amazing. You know what I'm saying? The way that they put it together. So in uh, 2001, I think it was. We wanted to try the same thing. So I got with uh, this cat DJ Do It and tried the same thing. But I was I couldn't do what they was doing. So I had to do it in a different way. And and um I just made mine more um it was a little more linear than theirs, where it played out like say I might play out a sequence longer than they would. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they might come in like it might just be a beat right here. Then they bring in one verse from over here and then they'll be on to the next shit. Cause I think theirs was still more about playing the music that was about that time with mine. It was just about collaging all of the music of the experience and including some new songs, but some break beats and then mixing shit up. Like at the time, what we was doing was we took, this was before the South had taken over. You know what I'm saying? The South was just on um, who you with, get crunk, who you with. It was it was about it was on the it was a wave of it coming, but it hadn't taken over. So, so what we was doing was putting like some New York over top, some crunk beats. You know what I'm saying? So we like put Beanie Siegel over top, a crunk beat, and then bring in Andre 3000 and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then bring in a James Brown break beat to take you to the next shit. So. It was it was a little different, but I, I got the idea from fucking with that Rad and Quick tape. Shout out to Rad and Quick. I'm gonna I'm Google them and see what they all about. <clears throat> yeah, no that's dope. A good mixtape, good mix collab. You know who used to be good with that shit too? Um, back in the day, Green Lantern. Green Lantern no used doubt. to do the um, twelve hundred squad. Mixtapes when the twelve hundred squad used to had a when what was it um <clears throat> Cornerstone used to put out the twelve hundred squad mixtape like once a month right and it I guess it was you know and it was an industry tape a record pool tape I guess you know it wasn't mm-hmm. like a, a underground DJ or in the streets DJ helm tape even though they tapped DJs that were you know. Maybe mixtape DJs, maybe radio DJs, club DJs, but the, you know they showcased them. But damn near, and I used to have almost all of them shits when they first started. You know, I just I I fucking lost a lot of them. But um, <laughs> I remember they would be like an event every month when they came out. It was like you were like, yo, who got the who who got the the twelve hundred squad tape this time? 
And damn near every time that Green Lantern got it, <laughs> he destroyed that shit. He would do like these little intros before he played the records just to mm-hmm. kind of set the tone. You know, his whole shit was the evil genius. You know what I mean? And he would take just like um like you saying like vocal snippets from from rap and shit like that, but he would take shit from cartoons and he remember there was a big thing when the two ways were popping. Right. He would break the beat down just to the two way beat and had a shit riding. Like the, the, he used to do some fire. Like uh you know, just thinking of certain cats that did that type of shit, that type of work. Off the thing, you know, and that same thing, I think, you know, think about Public Enemy, think about Beastie Boys, think about De La, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, their whole kind of, their audio presentation was to your, like a collage, and it was just like right. a lot of different culture that just, it right. may be from all different types of angles, but it's all the same vibe, and when it, it when it is thrown together, the right. shit compliment, yeah, that's, Bomb that's squad. dope. Even yeah. even Dr. Dre even Dr. Dre from mm-hmm. like the NWA Chronic a little bit in the Chronic but definitely during the NWA era his shit was right collaged up you know what I'm saying he bringing in four five different beats you know what I'm saying it, it just it just takes you in a a lot of different places at once and you know I I come to realize that I enjoy that kind of shit like that's essential. To like you know what I'm saying when I I didn't pay attention to it when I started doing the collage type of art, but like right. even the when we did a TV show in in college, that's how our shit felt. It was just a whole bunch of shit, you know what I'm right. saying? Just mixed in, just you know we at this school, but we interviewing this person, and then we right. at this party, and then the cars riding by, and we would have a mix. We would do this mix, and it was from. Um, DJ Killer Groove, this cat Killer Groove, who used to do like the pillow bass shit. So like the blend, the slow jams with the fast, with the bass beats. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So he was doing the same kind of shit, but with with some down south shit and slow jams. And we'll use those music beds as we'll use those as music beds in the show and just put a bunch of just random ass shit that was going on on top of it. So I guess ain't shit changed, really. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it like that, but now that we talking, it's kind of like shit. That's always been how a nigga move, how a nigga enjoy that music experience. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, nah, it's, it's ill. It's ill. It's kind of, I definitely, I think I'm the same way. You know what I mean? I think I'm the same way. I think I could even track it to when I was a kid. I used to have this this type of toy like this record player that was a record player and it was a projector at the same time so like i know what you're talking about yeah so just off the rip like you're already putting the two together audio and video is together from the door you know what i mean like you kind of you kind of look at it like i always like and even if it ain't even a um no video element i've always liked the theater of the mind you know, mm-hmm. like when you listen to those, you listen to old radio shit that uh, they telling these stories and they got, you know, different actors doing different things in different parts, shit like that. I remember, like, that's how I've always liked skits on albums. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of my favorite things. I feel like <clears throat> there's not enough of that in, in rap as much as it used to be. I think there, there could be more of that. 
but like just those those quick little segments, you know, where like you get a kind of you kind of get a picture of these people's personality. Like uh, I always like the De La Soul is dead. De La Soul album. De La Soul is dead. That's like one of my favorite rap albums. And they got a skit on there called Biddies in the BK Lounge, which mm-hmm. is half song, half sketch. That shit is classic, man. Like, man, Prince Paul used to put some shit together. He did right. He did a whole, he did albums like <clears throat> that. He did, uh, what was it called? Prince of Thieves. It was like an audio album. Still, everybody rapping and shit, but like the rappers would be characters in the shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everlast would be Officer O'Malley, Officer O'Malley, and you know what I mean. Like it would, it would, them shits would be crazy, and it would, it would be a full on story, like a movie, damn near, and it was all orchestrated with um, just with music, music and roles. Actually, I'm gonna go home. I'm fucking. I said go home like I'm at the crib. <laughs> like, like I'm not you, at the crib. Like you ain't right. been at the crib since March. Right. <laughs> Right, right, word. Well, I'm about to check that shit out, man. Mining, I've been doing a lot of that too. Like just mining my own inspiration. Like I said before, I've been cultivating inspiration, but I've been mining it too. Like you know, like trying to tap into, yo, what mm-hmm. did I like back in the day? What did I think was super funny, or what did I think was, the, you know, where'd I go get the information? You know, back when I was this age, or. How did I, you know, how did I stay in and know? Who would have, you know, who was uh, important to me at this time? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What was I reading? Shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. To, you know, up. to go back and dig in the crates, per se. I'm a, I'm a crate digger anyway because I guess I'm a hoarder. Not a nasty hoarder. I always right. got to qualify that. But, um, you know, because <laughs> now nah, I've watched some hoarder shit and I'm like, oh, hell no, I can't be these type of people. I was, I had, I got, I damn near had an anxiety attack watching this one shit. There's a show on Netflix where they like real deal hoarders and, um, I mean, they were just living on junk. They had, they like, Pets were dying in the house. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, because they forgot. Oh, yeah, the pet was underneath the thing. Damn right, true. That nigga dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we got to get another dog. Like, shit likes wild shit. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I say all that shit to say. I just, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. It's just kind of like, it's one of those things I do to kind of re-engage uh, re- like to jumpstart creativity. You know what I'm saying? Nah, no like doubt. I, yeah. And sometimes it's weird though because sometimes I'm like, damn, I'm going back to the, you know, like, you know, it ain't but so many crates. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's not, it's not the first time I've dug in this crate. I might come across a different sample. You know right. what I mean? But right. like, you know, it's it's always, but see, it's always interesting. But see, that's where, that's where you hit the limit for me because... Now, I got crates that I could go to for inspiration. I could go online. I could read books. I could go to magazines. That's why I go to the bookstore every Sunday or used right. to before this shit. But <clears throat> really, though, it's outside. That's the real inspiration. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, where, that's where I was today. It's like I can't really be outside. Like I can't really get, right. gather no inspiration from outside because – Outside ain't even really outside how it used to be. 
So, right. you know what I'm saying? So now that there's no outside, what do you you do? You know what I mean? The only outside right. you got is fucking Twitter and Instagram and shit. Right, the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is you know what I'm saying, just a, a facsimile. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like, you got to, all right, today I can't do that. So I had to fall back and do whatever else. You know what I mean? And then tonight I'll, I'll probably be back in the crates. You know what I mean? Doing doing crate shit or digging, mining the internet for inspiration or just creating and, mine, and just making my own inspiration, manufacturing that shit myself. But, you know, outside is a big part of it. And, and, and being able to not just see what's going on outside, to be a part of what's going on outside, affect what's going on outside just by your, your presence, you know, just to... Even when it's fucked up, even when when your black presence makes people feel uncomfortable, it's still something in that that says I'm here, motherfucker. And you know what I'm saying? And I was here, and you you saw me here in this motherfucker. So that is some inspiration in that as well. You know what I mean? So you you like to you like to see where you where you stand next to your fellow humans. You know what I mean? And 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 how you respond, and how you, how how prepared you've got yourself ready for what the world is and 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 how many things can you put in the world that other people will take back and be like, yeah, I saw this motherfucker today. You know what I'm saying? Or I heard this thing or this motherfucker said this. You know what I'm saying? All that type shit is shit that keep somebody like me engaged. For sure. Free outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, soon as word, word, word. We're gonna say free outside till we saying it backwards. <laughs> I always love that shit. When the rappers say, yo, say free, yeah, yo, till free, yeah, yo, till we saying it backwards. Like, to what? Hey, so we go from free, yeah, yo, to yeah, yo, free. You know, that type of shit. <laughs> that's that's the whole shit. Anyway, uh, no, I hear you, man. I hear you. That is that is where the culture lives. Outdoors. You know, and it's funny, even this little bit of, this little bit of, uh, I guess, latency period or whatever we going through where it's like, we kind of phasing, we we trying to make outside feel like outside, but it's not really where it is, and there's certain things that have to, you know, be modified and shit, like, you know, I, it was kind of funny to, to walk past McDonald's and see people mm. doing outside dining, Right. you know what I mean, on the corner with the <laughs> McDonald's and shit. But you know that's that's what it's turning into. Um, speaking of outside, I was looking on Twitter. I don't know who started, but it was this thing where they were like saying the worst place in NYC to be, right? You know, and obviously it ain't like the real perilous shit. It ain't you know it's not you know Rikers or you know what I'm saying somebody else's projects you don't know you know what i mean like nothing that's gonna have you in super dumb harm or it's like right you know like you're you know but just just uh casually mm-hmm. fucked up you know what i'm saying like right. uh so what'd you so pick I, saw, I was thinking about it. i'm still trying to think about it uh because i saw somebody say i saw a few things that i would have picked People say, um, I saw like certain train stations in the summer, you know what I mean? Like 
Uh, that 34th Street station where you wait for the D train and you wait, like you got to go way down them steps <laughs> on the fucking, on that uh that escalator. It's a different type of heat going on over there. Right. There's certain train stations that you always correlate with the local train when you want to get home soon, but you like this, you know, there's certain stations where nigga, it shit, it's going to happen when it happened. You know what I mean? Like, you know, certain train stations that make you surrender to their own will. Other right. train stations, you're like, all right, I know I'm going to catch this fast. I'm probably not going to be here this long. That's why I love cutting. You know what I mean? That's why I always transfer here. And there's other right. places where you always looking down the shit, right. waiting for the shit to come. Um, so, like. I, I agree. You know. Somebody somebody put Port Authority on that motherfucker. I agree. Oh, man. Port so Authority is the, you know what I mean? <laughs> So dismal, man. Port Authority is a bad one. That's, that's, Port Authority, yeah. I agree with that one. I was like, yeah, for sure. It's so funny because when I was a kid, Port Authority to me was the shit. Like in the summertime, <laughs> it was it was it was the shit as a kid. In the summertime, I used wow. to. Uh, I would tell you, I used to do well. One, I used to do this thing called Fresh Air Fun. Where you mm-hmm. go to somebody else's crib for like two weeks. You go right. from, you know, you go out to the to the like to, to some nice spot, like outside of the city to like uh upstate New York, like but further upstate, like Ulster County, like way up there. Right. Places like Gl- Gloversville and shit like that. Right. Like and um so I would do that shit and I just remember one of the big things about the Port Authority is they had this big ass, it was like a mouse trap. I think they still have it there, but it's just, you can't, like, you might not even be able to focus on it because the whole shit is sad around. And maybe it was sad even back then, because, you know, that's and what, where... And what was it, a mouse trap? It was. It's not even a mouse trap. It was like a... There's a name for these shits. There's a name for them. And I just seen it. Somebody asked, there's a name for these things. You see it a lot online. Oh, man. There's a what does it look like? Name. What is it? I mean, what are we talking about? It's those things where it's like, damn, I got to find a name. I'm going to find the name of it real fast while we doing this shit. It's basically one of those things that you see these people doing it online a lot. Like where it's like a domino effect type of thing. Where you you put the ball, the ball might hit the domino, and it's not always mm-hmm. dominoes, but the ball might hit the domino, and then the right. domino goes to this. Like there used to be a, a board game called Mouse Trap, right? Like and a there's a whole, yeah, but there's an actual name for these shits. I forget what it's called. Um, I'm gonna try to find the shit while I got you on the on the thing. But anyway, they used to have like a real like life size one of those shits. And when you were a kid, like that shit was like, you know, like one of the most it was like going to a fucking, you know, like a, a, a museum or something. Like, this shit right. was, it was like, wow. And it was in the city, you know what I mean? And you about to get and you was about to go to bus. Fresh Air. Yeah, you, you about to do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, and it was like, Summertime. it was a, um, yeah, and it was a uh, uh, emotionally fraught 
situation. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't really want to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though you gonna get, you getting sent away. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like it's camp and all of that, but you also getting sent away and shit. So you be like, you crying maybe, you know what I mean? You missing y'all, oh, you know, either you crying, your mom crying, whatever the fuck. Right. But y'all both about to part for like two weeks. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so like, um, go, Going up there yeah. and experience some, some better life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do you. I'm about to do me. Whatever, whatever. But um, and then I also remember the the cool thing was when I would come back. You know, the fly shit was come back to the crib. My whole bedroom would be different. Like you get a uh, new bed linen or whatever, whatever the cool linen. I remember like one year it was like Smurfs and shit like that. You come Damn, back. Damn, I, I, why you gonna say Smurfs though, man? Oh, you had Smurf linen? Hey, man, the, the, when you said go away and come back, the only time that that ever happened to me, uh-huh. we went away. We, you know, we used to go to Cleveland in the summer. Uh-huh. So we go to Cleveland the whole summer, come back, and that one time we came back, my pops had flipped the whole bedroom with a whole new bedroom set, and, right. and that shit had the Smurf, the Smurf fucking covers, and, and his uh-huh. girlfriend, and his girlfriend... She made the curtains because I guess they didn't have the curtains. So she made the curtains out of some sheets and shit, made the Smurf curtains and shit. So we had the curtains and the fucking yeah. and the shit. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was it was real kind of emotional because, you know, my dad was a player, like a single dude all his right. after he left my after my him and my mom broke up when I was right. like maybe seven. He right. was like a player, but this was the one, like the one girlfriend that was engaged with us and she taught us how to make the bed up in the way because he had got these custom beds so she was like you got to make it up like this and you fold it here and da, da, da. and it was like right. damn nobody actually ever showed me how to make up the bed a real way you know what I'm saying all mm-hmm. they do is they tell you to make up the bed so you just go in there and do what you think you're supposed to do you know what I'm saying right. straighten out the sheets right. but here goes actually the process. Like here's where you fold it. This is where you put the pillow. Then you fold that on top of the pillow. So it was a very emotional fucking point. I actually got a picture of that shit of, of when we came back and the um, Smurf shit was there. And um, yeah, man. But that that was that was the one who I said ended up when we was talking about Snowfall and Mel on Snowfall getting on crack. That was the the girlfriend that ended up getting on crack. So it was makes it even more sad. <laughs> Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, man. That shit used to be something. Bed linen <laughs> as a kid, like the little <laughs> shit. That shit made you feel rich. Nigga, what? I, the whole Smurf shit? I was killing these niggas. Oh, shit. No, the thing, the name of the machine, and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing, it's called a Rube Goldberg machine. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's what the, I think that's the name of the machine that I'm talking about. But yeah, there used to be a big one in there. And, um, you know. So I remember, it's funny, man. I, I do remember when Port Authority wasn't, wasn't sad. Well, the Port Authority had some prestige on a certain level. You know what I mean? Like, well, I miss it was that like, era. it was the Port Authority. Like, it was where you came into this motherfucker at. Like, when you come in from out of town, like, you come into New York City. More often than not, through the Port Authority, right. you know. I guess if you're coming in on a bus, <laughs> if you're coming by <laughs> bus, if you're a runaway, right, I mean, if you're a right, runaway right, right. looking for a pimp, 
right, 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 right. You coming through, through modest means of transportation. You're going to come through. Meagerly exactly. coming through. Exactly. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Ellis Island of the poor. <laughs> You're like, you fucked up out here. Like, yeah, already been yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Shit, this is gonna be this gonna be a bad occurrence. This nigga did not come through LaGuardia. Oh, oh man. shit, man. Yeah, man. But oh, uh, so there that go. Shout out to oh, so Port Authority's on there. Yes, um, Port Authority on there. Let me think of some places. I don't like the East Side, One Twenty Fifth Street, like past uh, Lexington Avenue, right over there by Lexington Avenue, like Third Avenue. That's, that's, that's where they do the K two, ain't it? Yeah, that's just like, <laughs> that shit is like fucking, oh man, it's like the fucking Night of the Living Dead over there, dog. It's a lot yeah. of like just zombie action going on over there. That shit ain't cool. Um, man, I, I mean, it's not, it's something that most people wouldn't put on this particular list, but yeah. I'm going to put Park Slope on there for myself. Ooh, talk to me. Because, you know, Park Slope is one of them places that used to be the hood a long time ago. It's actually where uh-huh. Park, where uh, Funky Brown is from. But uh-huh. by the time I got here in the late 90s, 99, it wasn't that. It was totally, you know what I'm saying, uh, a very aspiring type of neighborhood. Because it's beautiful homes, like beautiful brownstones and shit like that. And the rich were moving in faster and faster. Right. And um, my, my my children went to preschool over there. You know what I'm saying? So, because, you know, it was deemed to be a nice place, you know, blah, blah, right. blah. But the personality of that neighborhood is so, it's such that they, the people that came in, you know what I'm saying? They're like the first wave of we're creating this new place out of this old place and we're rich and we got the money and we're going to, we want things the way we want it. Mm-hmm. It become it became like a symbol of of uh, entitlement. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. it's just like anytime you hear about Brooklyn people complaining about, yeah. you know, grilling in the park, it's people from Park Slope. You know what I'm saying? Right. Why won't they let us? You know what I'm saying? Have the the fucking baby strollers in the bar? People right. from Park Slope. You know what I'm saying? Care, go to go to the bar. Nation. Yeah, to go in the bar and there are babies in the fucking bar and a whole Absolutely. fucking kitty section where the kids are playing in the bar. Like and Park dogs. Slope. And dog yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like Park Slope is just like entitlement central. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, man, this is terrible. This place is the, wild. The worst type of entitlement, and I don't know if it's just part of the entitlement persona. But it's the worst part of the entitlement is where they don't even realize it's entitlement. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're like, I don't understand why I can't have a pit bull in this Italian restaurant. I mean, I don't. This is Henry. What are you talking right. about? This is my guy. Right. And this is like, dog. It's a fucking pit bull, dog. What do you? This is a fucking restaurant for people. He, he doesn't I, bite. I, Henry is actually I mean, much cooler than those guys you have working in the back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You, this is a. This is. You know, it's a pure breed pit bull. This guy here. <laughs> he's yeah, not just like, a dog. He's fuck. our dog. That, yeah. Like, he's our yeah. Henry. He's part of my family. No doubt. And they'll say that shit. They'll say that shit with the most conviction in the world to where you got to look twice at the dog right. to see if they're related or not. Because the <laughs> motherfucker will be like, he is one of us. 
He was like, what are you talking about? Anyway, man. And and and, yeah. and and on top of all of that and uh, you know, the pride, you know, the pride that they have. It just has yeah. no it it has no flavor, like no life, no culture. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. devoid of culture. To me, it's just like the symbol of we got it, but we got no flavor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not yeah. cool at all. <laughs> yeah. But Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like to get it all and lose your soul. Right. When we're not talking <laughs> about South Slope and, you know, saying the fringes, I'm talking about proper, you know what I mean? Right, right there. Uh, yeah. And it's not easy yeah. to get to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, it's 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 one of them things, like, if you're coming from certain places, it's a hassle to get over there. You know what I mean? Like, by, yeah. by like, train. Like you're in bad style to get to Park Slope, it's a hassle. You either got to right. catch a bus and a train or right. a train and a shuttle train. And, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's all by design, too. Yeah, yeah. shit, man. I'm trying to think of some other place. That's interesting, culturally. Because there are certain neighborhoods that make you feel a, a certain type of way where you, like, <clears throat> you could kind of even... You could you could get not defensive, but you could be on guard because you're ready for the bullshit. You know what right. I'm saying? Like ah shit, here we right. go. Um, I'm trying to think. That's a good question. I don't know. I got to think about that one. Got to think about that one. Old Park Slope. Um, you don't watch the show, right? I haven't yet. Okay. You don't watch. Uh, I may destroy you. Right, <sighs> nigga. My wife was my wife started the shit without me. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Uh-huh. I guess she felt like I was moving too slow, and then I walked in. And I was like, "All right, fuck it. I'm gonna sit down and watch this <laughs> shit with you." Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't start the shit without me. What episode we on? We on episode four. All right, so I know where I need to go back to. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I sit down. I'm watching the shit. It's cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whoop whoop whoop. Bing bing. You know British accent. You know what I'm saying? Right. British cool, whatever. And then niggas started talking about a gay orgy. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting for TV. Like, really? That's what we going to do? Because right. not that it can't happen. It's just it don't happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then the motherfuckers go and they get up in the room and, you know what I'm saying? And they start really fucking and shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute! Like, hold up, dog, hold up! I wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. I don't, wait a minute. What? I, what are we watching? You know what yeah. I mean? And so, so you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I told my wife, I was like, yo, this is revolutionary. She was like, revolution? Right. It's not revolution. I'm like revolutionary in the way that this don't happen on TV. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, this is like some. This is this is wow. It's groundbreaking. Right, right. Yeah, I had yeah. to, I had to, I had to, and then I had to pause. I had to like, I, I was like, okay, let me step away. I probably need to start from the beginning so I could get the personality of this show. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's not it's to say because, up. yeah, not, it's not, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I just had to take my time and get back into it. Same shit right. happened on Snowfall. I was telling right, somebody right. this earlier, the same shit happened on Snowfall. The first Episode I walked in on Snowfall. I didn't even know Snowfall existed. I'm right. in I'm in Miami at my cousin's house. 
She watching the show. She was like, oh, this is good shit right here. We need to watch this snowfall. I'm like, okay. We watching the shit. And then it's the episode when then, you know, Franklin got his money robbed and he trying to get the money back. And then he go yeah. hire a nigga to get the money back. And then the nigga take matters in his own hand. And then he end up raping the dude. So I'm like, damn, like I am introduced in a in a a homoerotic gay scene again, not you know what I'm saying? Well, right. homoerotic rape scene rather. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm like, shit, I had to take a break. I'm like, man, this is a bit much. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? They didn't even show that. Like that you didn't even see it. You just had to perceive what happened. Theater of the mind. Yeah. So so when you had to watch it, I was right. like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Now, but I will say this though, you know what I'm saying? I get why she. I mean, I don't know why she did it. I, don't, I, don't, I, I think I. I get it. What's why she did. I. My takeaway was it's showing you as a, as a man. You know what I'm saying. What right. that process feels like. You know what I'm saying. Right. Like if what if that was you? And, well, it wouldn't be me in that situation. But still, you know what I'm saying. I get the point right. of. You know what I'm saying. Damn, this nigga just took it. It put you in that position. Yeah. Right. He couldn't do nothing. You know what right. I'm saying? The dude was bigger and stronger. Yeah, he just took it. Yeah. It's like shit. You know what I'm saying? Makes you think about sexual assault in a whole different way. Now, I appreciated yeah. it, but I still had to get up and, you know what I'm saying, reset myself so I could watch this shit from the beginning and understand what the fuck is going on. And I could skip yeah. that scene next time. Hilarious. Yeah, that shit they 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 go there on the show, you know. Um but it's a hell of a show, man. It's a hell of a show. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, like yeah, it's crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a wild show. Like I said before, like this is, this is shit that you you still haven't seen. It just goes to show, uh, like how many stories have yet to be told. You know what I mean? Like just right, and just even the perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like. This it feels different than many other shows that I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Like just the perspective. And I was saying before, like just even like the stuff that the characters do. I guess even particularly, like how you may have never seen black women before on television. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like hedonistic or like. Maybe wild, some debauchery shit, like just like free to do whatever they want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, doing shit that you like, oh, uh-oh, uh <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know, maybe, maybe it's because I'm getting old, but I'm like, oh, shit, that, that wasn't smart. You know what I'm saying? Like I think as you get older, you forget. And it's not even the, I don't know, the ignorance of youth or the, like, just the, the the feeling of invincibility or the feeling of just going with the flow, shit like that. Like, you know, like, I think as you get older, sometimes you could get a little bit more anxious and nervous about various moves that you may not have even given any type of thought. You might have been mm -hmm. like, man, I'm not going to let nothing get in the way of a great night. You know what I'm saying? I don't know this person, but fuck it. We're going to go. We're going to just wild out. Whereas you get older, you're like, yeah, I'm not doing that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never. You know what I mean? 
But um, so it's a lot of that type of shit. Just the the storytelling element is interesting. Um, I guess even like the the British element is is foreign to me. And typically, I've said that before. Typically, I'm not even always always into them, into these type of shows. But this shit, like, I'm with it. I'm like, all right, this is a whole nother lifestyle. Like the whole shit is just. I, re- I like I feel like um this is brand new. I'm watching the whole shit. Like okay, this is crazy. I'm I'm like pulled in. Then I read the story uh, about her. They did a there was a interview with her and Vulture this this week. And like I remember when Chew and Gum came out, I tried to watch. I wasn't really it didn't really get me right. right. I didn't give it that much. You know, again, like I think it kind of. I just didn't connect with it, so I kind of didn't go past maybe two episodes or whatever. But I would see her and hear her name and shit like that, and um, so I'm hearing the story, and I know that this, um, you know, I know that the the story's about sexual assault, but I didn't realize until I read the interview that the story's about her sexual assault, right. and it was when she was in the midst of writing the second season of Chewing Gum that this shit happened. Right. And then her next show is about that. Like that. Wow. That's crazy. Like that. Nah, no doubt. <clears throat> and I, I've read that before I seen the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, so I knew that part. You know what I mean? I knew what she went through and that she. I didn't even she, know what the show was about at first. I just, you know, I like to go into all this shit blonde. I was like, all right, some black people shit. Let me right. see what it is. Some different black. It, look, it looks interesting. Let me see what it is. But go ahead. I'm, I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, no. Nah, that was it. Yeah, so I didn't even know what it was about initially until, like, okay, when I'm watching, I said, oh, wow, okay, I see what this is about. But then when I read the story and I realized this wasn't even, like, fictionalized, this is based on her, you know, you know, loosely based on, you know, somewhat based on her her life. Like, she's drawn from some shit that happened not too long ago. Like, wow. That's crazy. But, um, you know. uh Yeah. So, you know, man, and and then, you know, the stories that came out today about her, you know, you know, retaining the creative control and and ownership in the story. That's even makes it even better. Because now she's able to tell her story and own it and, you know, what I'm saying retain the rights to it. You know, what I mean, right, right. And I even like the part where she was like. um, At that point in the story, when they were talking about she was asking for like five percent. And she kept asking till it was like 0.5%. And still they were like, nah. I just respect the fact that you like, man, fuck this shit. Well, what about 0.5%? Like, you know, because sometimes if you ever get an opportunity to create some shit, I think so many people, especially people that don't see themselves a lot on television, might defer to people that have done television before or, mm-hmm. you know, might not be bold enough to to ask for everything they want. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or to or to or to say, yo, nah, it's gotta be like this or no. Right. You know what well, I mean? Like because most people just want just want a chance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most people and, just want a chance. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, and to be quite frank, you know what I mean? One, you just want a chance to get in. But as a Hollywood person and you're you're financing this thing and the, the you know what I'm saying, and this is not to speak for the man. You know what I mean? But this is where they be coming from. We're going to pay for this thing. We're going to put it in our our fucking unit. 
And, you know, you're cool. You got one show off. You know what I'm saying? That was moderately successful. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But we want to do this show. And if it becomes a hit, we don't want to have to be coming back to you, asking you every time we want to do something with this show. You know, can we do this? You know what I'm saying? And that's what, what happens a lot of times when somebody retains ownership in something. Right. And and then the big machine is like, hey, we want to do this 20th anniversary blase skip. And that motherfucker like, man, fuck y'all. No, we ain't doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Then it can't be done. Mm-hmm. So the money you invested in it just becomes, you know, that one-off thing. And now this person runs off into the sunset with it and does as they please. And... And as a as a content creator, yeah, fuck yeah, we're going to do as we please. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to just do it how you want to do it. As a, as a studio, you're like, well, shit, if we're going to invest in things, we need to invest in things that we can exploit to the end of motherfucking time in perpetuity, as they will say. Yeah, yeah. Which is wild. I understand it. I dig it. I understand why. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to get all of the, you know, ring it all away, get all of the juice out the shit? But um, nah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you, you know what I mean? Because I, you know, like that's, you know, like nah, nah. We got. We should be able to sit back at the table. It's almost like, it's almost kind of like football. Let's get a few downs, and then you know, first down. All right, now we set shit back up again. Now, you know what I mean? As opposed to, because it's really, it's really now you're leveraging, it's it's or leveraging or gambling, whatever way you want to look at it, money and vision. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's position with this. It's position initially. The introduction is this one-off deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's what started the conversation. This is what spawned the conversation. I'm investing in this one-off idea or this idea, this this one-off execution of this idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we hope off of this idea, I make my money back twofold, threefold, even more. That's even great. But hopefully I make my money back. Hopefully it's a success. And that should actually book in the deal. You know what I mean? To be honest. But if you got the vision and or you somebody that's... Gank vision by uh, funding other situations, and then when the shit hit, realize, oh, I can't, I can't get no more, I can't draw no more for that because I didn't articulate that up front. So now you articulate that up front. Now I can't be mad at you for doing that, but at the same time, shit, if you if you see that much value in it, let me safeguard myself. You know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't be. It could be maybe viewed as aggressive, but it shouldn't be offensive to anybody that wants to do a deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, why my vision got to be more aggressive than your vision? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. well, you know, who, why I got, or why is the fact that I have vision like you got vision or that I, I have value in what I'm going to create like you seemingly value what I'm about to create. Why is that shit when I say it or when I do it, it's almost like it's a turn off or it's being difficult or it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause yeah, that's cause, the type of shit you'll hear. Yeah. You cause know? everybody want what they want. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody want to give. Nobody want to feel like they lost. Nobody want to go back to their boss like, yeah, you know, he don't want to do it unless he owns it. Like, well, fuck that then. Let him pay for it if he wants to own it. You know, right. nobody nobody wants to go have that conversation. But sometimes you got you got to be able to put yourself in a position to be able to say it. That's the situation you got to go have. That's the conversation yeah. you need to go have. Because other than take that, we leave it. take this shit down the street or take this shit over here. And that's right. what everybody doing with all these platforms opening up. It be it's becoming space for it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Speaking of that, but have you? Go ahead. No, nah, no. Nah, I was just saying that. You know, what I'm saying Netflix offered her the, the money up front, but then they didn't want to give her the, uh, you know, the ownership. So. Right. That's what. That's how it ended up at HBO. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> I was gonna say, have you ever watched Quibi? I signed up for it, but I never really watched it. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm really into that concept. Right. I saw there was an article about how, you know, they put so much money into it, mm-hmm. but it seems like nobody's watching it, and it's like the round of, uh, I guess it was like a free trial period. It's about to be over, mm-hmm. so now they're kind of gonna really see. Who's going to be, you know, who's going to retain, who's going to kind of stick around or whatever. I remember. They nervous. They They don't think it's going to work. A lot of people don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I remember having me talking about it and, and, you know, meeting with people that sold shit and like, yo, they, they buying, they doing this, Mm -hmm. like whatever, whatever. And, uh, and I kind of remember being like, kind of, Excited based off of some of those conversations I had mm-hmm. to to kind of see how some of this shit comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. And I remember maybe seeing a little bit of advertisement here and there, but like maybe not a whole lot. And I wasn't as turned off as most people because a lot of people are like, man, I don't, I don't understand. Why would you spend all this TV money and then only go 10 minutes? Like that shit don't make no sense. I was more like, yo, I'm kind of curious to see how they execute that. That shit could be ill. Let's see. Let's see what right. it is. But so, I ain't never, like, I never really seen, I ain't never really, like, I, I guess maybe I just didn't, I didn't follow up or look into it. Like, it never, I didn't feel like there was ever, like, a, a point of engagement. Like, right. certain shit, you kind of, you can't get around it. When it's, when it's popping, Right. It's everywhere. And for them to spend as much money as it is, I didn't feel like it was ever, like when I go on Apple TV, like I don't see in the app store a Quibi app like, yo, download yeah. this. Or I don't know if it's only on on your laptop or whatever, but like I just feel like. No, it's only on your phone. See, that's the thing. Oh. It's, it's mobile. See. It's a mobile app and oh, okay, short okay. form and they were banking on. See, now if COVID didn't happen, they probably would have been straight because everybody would have still been busy. Still commute. Still commuting, and you know what I'm saying, having those little ten minutes and fifteen minutes to do shit like that, right? You know what right. I'm saying. So yeah. I think now, you know, you're looking at your TV more than your phone. You know what I mean? I mean, you're looking sure. at your phone, but you know what I'm saying. It's like shit. What can I watch on the TV? I got all this time. Right. I don't, you know, ten minutes. What the fuck that's gonna do for all this time I got? Right. Now, so I think. The switch in strategy should have been instead of locking it down and sticking to your gun so hard, I'm thinking that you should probably have taken your best content and just gave it away and let people see it. You know what I'm saying? 
Just mm-hmm. free that shit in the world. Like, boom, put that shit on YouTube or whatever the fuck. Like, yo, this the new show. If you want to see the rest of this shit, go on over to Quibi. Or just yeah. like how Money and Violence did, they like in the end when they was like, you know what I'm saying? You could watch this season, but you want to see the finale, nigga, you need to go pay. You know what I'm saying? So to get people into what it is, you like like you said, you could have dope shit over there, but nobody yeah. knows because ain't nobody trying to go in there and see it because it's like, shit, nigga, Apple TV done gave me a free year, you know what I'm saying, to watch on my TV. Hulu got they shit. Netflix got they shit. My TV is cracking. You know what I'm saying? I'm barely checking my... Only reason I'm on the phone is for Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Everything else, I'm on the computer or the TV right now. Right. So I think you would have to free it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Take it off of just mobile. Make it a site. You know what I'm saying? Well, at least you could just watch it on your computer if you want. Yeah, that's probably... That's definitely why I haven't seen it then. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. Oh, man. What else is good? Anything else you want to chop it up with before we, uh, you know what I mean? You watch Homecoming? No. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it since back when Julia Roberts was on it. And mm-hmm. I seen it was good. Janelle the first Monet. season was good. The first season was really good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I never got... Where's that shit on? Amazon Prime, right? Yes, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I got to check it out. I, um, Is it good? Is You like it? You like this new one, too? Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, good <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, damn. All right, well, you know, fuck. The first oh, season shit. was, I liked it. I, I got into it. I was like, okay, it's quick. You know what I'm saying? They like quick 17-minute pops. You right. know what I'm saying? 20 minutes, I guess. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Very interesting. You know what I'm saying? How they put it together. This season, I this just wasted a lot of fucking time getting to the point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was like, it was like, you know, they did this whole thing of setting something up that all took place in one episode. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, oh shit, man. Y'all could have been playing this shit out a lot longer other than trying mm-hmm. to do all these you know, all these long ass scenes for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like they just so it all summed up in that one episode. Yeah, it all summed up in one episode. The end, last episode was the summation. And be like, oh, man, y'all, man, that's some bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was no real lead up, no real. Oh, the first four episodes, you trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. The next, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, couple episodes, you know what I'm saying? All right, you know what's going on, and now you're... You, Leading up to something, but we don't know what. Then uh, last right. episode is the what, and it's over. Like, uh, damn, that shit sound like it got you fucked up. Oh yeah. man, nah, yeah, I, I was, I was, I was, I wasn't, I was, I was kind of upset about it. But you know, uh, it was cool. I had just finished watching the Thrones all the way through again, so I had came off a very dense show to to this. You know, what I'm saying a whole lot of time wasting. Now, how was it watching it the second time where, like, you ain't have no real ask, expectations for the ending? Did it feel any different? No, nah, I mean, no, yeah, def- definitely felt a lot different. The ending you had a little more understanding for because they teased it a little bit, but it was so far in the future that right. you could really, really get the feel for what they were teasing. 
Um, okay. Now they still executed the last season in a very you know rushed manner. So mm-hmm. that was that. You know what I'm saying? I actually skipped a lot of the episodes in the last season. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you already know that's the case. So you just enjoy it for what it is that you got to enjoy it for. And now I'm, right. I'm good. I'm like, shit, I felt good watching it again, and I'm good. I don't have to watch it again. You know what I mean? I, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe some other time I may feel like it, but I'm good. Like, okay, that was that was some quality entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What else you got on the watch list? What's some new shit? What's some shit you thinking about getting into? I'm I'm gonna watch the um I may destroy your life. Um, uh-huh. I haven't gotten into that. I got, I got to catch up on the shot. Uh huh. Um, shit. Thus far, I mean, I don't have nothing else on cue. I I ain't really think about it like that. Right. Think I'm gonna try. I've been trying. I started uh, Ozark again. Mm-hmm. And I, I fell asleep on the same episode that I fallen asleep on four times before. I just think that shit got my number. I'm going to try it again, like, early in the day. Which Some episode shit is that? Like, uh, maybe episode two? Something real early. Of the first season? Early. Yeah, of the first season. It kind of just take me out. I don't know. Maybe, you know what it is? I'm not all the way blaming the show because up until this particular part, I'm in. But, and maybe it's because I watched the shit late and maybe now I've conditioned myself like to tune out around this certain time. It was whatever, but it, I don't know if you've ever had that before. If you're trying to get into a show and you kind of tap out or fall asleep, particularly fall asleep at the same spot each time. <laughs> Have you ever had that before? Or is nah. that just me? <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's that. That's one of your things. That's my shit. All right, but. I was thinking about that, and I've been uh, another one I've tried to get into, but I'm gonna try again because of the people involved. I wanna, I wanna try to get into Black Monday. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know, I fuck with Regina Hall, fuck with Don Cheadle, Yasser Lester, good people. You know, people that I fuck with and I like their work, and I've heard good things. So I'm like, all right, let me try this shit again. It ain't grabbed me, but uh, <laughs> that's what I got on deck. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah man well this is it this was the conversation indeed <laughs> indeed man how you feel you want to say anything else to the people before oh, we man, that's it man i'm good man shit you know i thank yeah. y'all for giving me the platform to speak my mind especially today because shit you know what i'm saying it was a blase yeah. day until i came in here with y'all man yeah, check in on them, man. Check in on me, too. Because I might be fucked up right now, too. But I'm <laughs> check, I mean, check, in, check in on your people. See Fair how they enough. doing. Uh, anything you got? Anything before, uh, between now and next week? I know where you're going to be. but uh, I'm going to be hey. on the gram at Mr. Muhammad on Twitter. At Mr. Muhammad. Um, shit, I, I have no plans to be nowhere until September. There you go. I'll be doing the same thing, social distancing at D Lemon Comedy on every platform. But until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in a conversation. We're out.
is to be in the conversation.